Hello, podcast. <laughs> We're back. We're back. It's Taylor. And so is football. Yep. College football is back. Yeah, I know it was back last week, but now it's really back. It's more back. Exactly. It's all the way back. Everyone's playing this week. It's week one, week not one. week zero. We had that confusion last week. Yeah, um, sure. One of the fun little quirks. I, I it was funny because literally earlier this week I was listening to a podcast, uh, Joel Klatt's podcast. Um, I'll, I'll advertise. Drop. I'll, he I'll better advertise. name drop us now. Yeah, he better. A little, a little. You scratch my back. Yeah. I'll scratch yours. You say my pod. I'll say yours. Yeah, that. I mean, like. Yeah, speaking of backs, like football back, you scratch our back, we scratch your back. Uh-huh. A lot of back this yes. week. Full, full back. Some people might say Hayden baby got back. Yeah. But. One might even venture to drop a baby back rib. Whoa. That sounds good. <laughs> that does sound pretty good. What are you good. doing tonight? <laughs> Maybe going to out back. Whoa! Steakhouse. Yeah, this crazy. pod. This is why you guys tune in for yeah. excellent content just like this. Yep. Yeah, so, anyway, Taylor and I are here tonight, kind of steering the ship, just giving you a real quick. The night before Iowa's game one, mm-hmm. we talked about last week against Utah State, but we're only, we're less than a day away at this point from watching the future national champions take the field. I'm excited. I wore my Iowa Hawkeye scrubs to work today. Um, I only had one Nebraska fan brave enough to call me out on it, and I think they were all so nervous that I'd clap back with a, you know, y'all, y'all the same old poop, you know? Y'all the same old poop. You guys are still, you're still Nebraska. You can change coaches. You can take the coach out of Nebraska, but you can't take the Nebraska out of Nebraska. That's that's a good point yeah honestly that's that's pretty good yeah i guess we, since taylor kind of brought it up a little touch on the uh nebraska losing last night to minnesota on a last second yeah. field goal 13 to 10 yep. after winning like the whole game and then just completely choking at the very end if uh, i didn't watch it and you yeah. asked me taylor how do you think this game went nebraska lost what do you think happened i think i would say the game was like three to three the whole game essentially and i don't know if that's necessarily a super nebraska thing for no being but they're scoring. but they're they're gonna lose on a last second field goal yeah. it's just like how it always goes for them yeah well it's not even just losing on the last second field goal it's like winning a lot of the game yeah, and then like, you just like you have the guy fumble the running back fumbled and then yeah. um minnesota scored the tying touchdown on fourth mm. down on a horrendous throw and a yes. phenomenal catch. Yes. Um, and then Nebraska moves the ball down the field, gets a little bit past midfield, and then promptly throws an interception yep. with, like, 40 seconds left. Lets them march down the field. And Minnesota, yeah, a couple, like, little, like, check down throws, basically, yep. and they get into field goal range. And, and then, then their lefty kicker drills it. Yep, so. and that the rest is history yeah. i guess the takeaway for me is like i think nebraska is going to be basically just like exactly like nebraska has been for the yes. last several years mm-hmm. this year at least particularly yeah. and then minnesota minnesota's not not good, good this no year. <laughs> they looked bad no they were yeah that's that's one that i think nebraska is going to end up being a better team than minnesota this absolutely, year absolutely for sure uh, they, they definitely were a were better yes- game they, they than were yesterday the whole game yeah, exactly they, they definitely were yesterday um that's one that if rule if matt rule 
is able to not holding my breath on this one, but if he's able to like maybe like cut down on the horrendous choke jobs that they have become so good at at Nebraska, yeah. even though he started his career with a phenomenal, just like another like top tier Nebraska mm-hmm. loss mm-hmm. last night, um, that. Uh, if he is able to cut down on that, you know, they'll win, you know, they'll probably win like five, six, seven games ish this year, probably go to maybe go to a bowl game, which is, which is progress for them. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is one that's going to like sting in the future. Cause it's just like, I don't, I don't think, I think Minnesota is going to end up not being good this year. Mm -hmm. Like this is going to look, this, this loss is going to look a lot worse in my opinion, you know, who knows from the first game, but I was, extremely underwhelmed by Minnesota, particularly their offense um, against a not awesome Nebraska defense. No. Um, and then, I don't know, I mean, Minnesota, had, their defense looked solid. Who knows how much of that. They allowed, like, several red zone drives, and Nebraska kind of mm-hmm. fumbled some of those away, mm-hmm. maybe literally and figuratively. Yeah, yes. So, um, yeah, was a, that, was a, that was a tough one to watch if you're obviously for a Nebraska fan. Like a whole bunch of the people that I saw yes. this, this morning when I went into the hospital were a lot of, you know, a lot of Nebraska fans uh, in a little bit of despair, but like numb despair. Like yes. it's just like, all right, yeah, nothing, nothing is new under the sun for yes. this fan base. Prior to this game, if I would mention to anyone that I encountered at work, like, oh yeah, I'm an Iowa fan, they would like kind of try and pop off and like they kind, beat us kind of year. try and talk some talk some trash a little bit yeah. and again I, like the hawkeye logo on these scrubs is not small yeah. and it was quiet yeah. in the hospital i think yes like you said they're they're shocked and numb yeah and rightfully so worried that i could clap back so hard and be like at least we're gonna win this week you know yeah yeah because spoiler we're winning this well week. yeah i mean i guess like might as well jump right into it honestly there's not really a ton to break down for this game that we, we didn't already kind of touch on last week mm-hmm. um you know the the news of like once again like one of the like a few of the main kind of breaking down like the main headlines like the main things iowa is a 24 point favorite at least as of last time i checked that's good which is pretty big for iowa like that's a pretty big spread for iowa we you know given the history of Mm -hmm. iowa's offense last year Mm -hmm. barely ever being able to score that many points right Um, i think it's incredibly reasonable for this game and again we touched on it last week that this is the type of game that the hawkeyes need to go for a high scoring game on like i i think that we cover take that bet lock it in um i think we cover on this because again Mm. we have to have some games where we're getting more than 25 points to meet this magic number to keep brian ferentz's job which who knows if that'll be true anyway yeah um but i i mean you gotta go for it and I think they're going to come out slinging whatever. I sure hope if they don't if they don't cover that, I will throw up in my mouth. But yeah, I mean, not to be dramatic. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if the fact that they don't cover is is necessarily going to warrant throwing up in your mouth. Um, I guess cover means cover means they win by more than they 24, win by more than twenty four. Which, which again, I think they'll alert, do. But they're going to score at least twenty four. My yeah. So my opinion is that. Um, they absolutely should 
they should play in a way that allows them to cover. Yeah. I am skeptical. This is why people in Vegas are, you know, they're good at what they do. That's why they're in Vegas. They, yeah. they set lines that are conflicting because... Is that why the Raiders are there? They're good at what they do. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not everyone who goes to Vegas is, is good at, what, good they at what they do. Yeah. Um, but the people that run stuff in Vegas are uh, good at what they do. Yes. Generally, true. I've seen the Ocean's I watched. Movies, I watched so. the movie Twenty One, that <laughs> where they learn how to count cards yes, and then they yeah. get caught at the end. And so, like, I know I have a deep inside view, <laughs> and like, yeah, exactly, like the Ocean's movies as well. We basically know exactly how it works there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's a – so Iowa winning this game is, like, very, very confidently, like, this is, you know, 99% lock type yes. of game that you should win. I think Utah mm-hmm. State is, like, worse than mm, – I, I don't know if I could say confidently for sure, but I think they're probably worse than South Dakota State was last year. Mm-hmm. Like I think that the best – they're kind of in that tier where it's like I don't even know for sure if they're better than like the best FCS teams. Yeah. So this is like a game that Iowa absolutely should win. Mm-hmm. Not that Iowa's not... ever struggled with games like that before. Oh, uh, yeah. Good um, thing we are not starting against Utah. Yeah, I the, mean the, that's – yeah. The Utes looked quite good last they did. night. They looked good. They dismantled hopefully... Florida. The uh, Utah State. Yeah, no. So Utah State is not. not Utah State is not nearly that good. Um, They were kind of a middle of the pack team last year. They won the they won the Mountain West two years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, So they've been like a pretty strong program, but they've been kind of going undergoing some. I don't know. There's not like any details, but like some like turmoil is like assumed behind mm-hmm. the doors just because they've had some like coaches leave some players leave via the transfer portal or graduation they've had trouble kind of filling some of those roles so you know who knows they've been a fairly strong program underneath their coach the last um always oh, i think it's his last name is anderson i think it's blake anderson is his is his name um, they've been pretty solid but like it sounds like they're maybe on a little bit shakier footing coming off of this most recent season um they, you know, they'll be, they lost a lot of their line play, a lot mm-hmm. of the guys that were on their line, lines of scrimmage, which is going to help. Obviously, that helps really almost anybody, but it's definitely going to help a team like Iowa yes. to just, like, very much victimize that. It's a good team for Iowa's offensive line to hopefully get yes. into a little bit of a rhythm with. Yes. Thought this last year, multiple games, <laughs> and it didn't happen. No. So, like... But if it'll probably so that, so that I guess that kind of brings into like so the big storylines going into the game I think as an Iowa fan is like this is game like you should not be like oh I hope they win like obviously yes we hope that they win yes you really should be thinking bigger picture with this one like mm-hmm. this is a game that Iowa should even if they come out and play offense like they did last year against South Dakota State mm-hmm. like there's a you know they should still even win then yes um. Because our defense will get safeties and we'll win. You yeah, know, we exactly. saw what happens last year. Yes. Um, I hope that guy but, from the game last year goes again and they can get him on TV. Oh yeah, that was that yeah. poor man. That guy was me all last year. <laughs> I he he was our spirit animal animal of the Iowa fandom in the 2022-23 season. Um, if you if you don't know who we're talking about, just Google Iowa fan versus South Dakota State or something like that. Yeah. Or like or like sad Iowa fan. Yeah, sad Iowa fan. There's two big there's two big memes. One of them is when we lo- when we were losing to Michigan in the Big Ten championship game a couple of years ago. And then one of them is obviously him from last year. 
but um, there's two there's two pretty golden ones. Um, yeah. So anyway, the so you should, if you're not a fan, thinking thinking long, you know, larger, bigger picture, then can Iowa win? Because they absolutely should win, and I'm pretty confident they will win. Uh, Utah State is definitely outmatched in pretty much every way. They bring back their starting quarterback that only started last year because their um, original starting quarterback got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, they bring back their starting running back who had a pretty strong year as a freshman. Um, they have some guys to look at. Like I'm, they have, I've, I've heard that they have the pretty speedy receiver, like one of their receivers is kind of a under-recruited, but pretty athletic you might you might be on the fast track to transferring to a better team next year is kind of what i've heard um <laughs> athletically um but um honestly yeah this is a team that th- there's really not much to, that we know about them because they lost a lot of their returning production from last year like mm-hmm. a lot of them graduated most of them graduated and some hit the portal they've had to kind of try to fill some gaps with like junior college transfers and some of the transfer portal players. So they're largely an unknown, but I think the general consensus is they're going to be quite a bit worse than they even were last year. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, what you should be thinking as an Iowa fan, things you should be paying attention to. So obviously like the first thing that everybody's probably thinking about is like Cade McNamara. Yeah. News is as of right now, obviously who knows what can change in the course of one night. Right. Um, but as of right now, it seems full steam ahead. Kate is going to start the game. Good. We don't know how long he's going to play. I mean, I, I think I'm like, I, we had this discussion last week. Like mm-hmm. my thought is like, I want him to get reps, but yeah. like if he gets in, they get, you know, good reps. If he's in like for the first half, mm-hmm. you know, Iowa gets three, four touchdowns in the first half. I, there's no reason to keep him. I, I am more of the like. I just want him to get some reps, some live reps with our team before we play Iowa State next week. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't think holding him out one extra week is going to make his soft tissue injury mm-hmm. so much better next week that it would, like, be worth not getting some easy layup confidence on this offense that was very shaky last year <laughs> and probably is lacking for confidence in terms of in-game play. Mm-hmm. Justifiably so. They were terrible. But... I think the big thing is like yeah, I think for this team, who knows? You know, and who knows? Obviously, like Kirk knows this better than than any of us do. But like, you know, how much how much would just like having a really strong half of football like how much would that do to build up the confidence of a lot of this team? You know, obviously, the, a lot of the players that were on the team last year that are going to be contributing majorly this year, Cade wasn't a part of that. You know, Eric All wasn't a part of that. Caleb Brown, Seth Anderson, those guys weren't a part of that. But a lot of our offensive line, potentially all five of our offensive line starters, are going to be returning guys from the mm-hmm. team last year. Or so, one transfer guy who's going to make a big name on the line, make a big splash, yeah, and, and that, be real goaded. And I think that there's a there's a decent chance that he ends up starting. There's yeah. uh, Kirk's been a little non-committal on who the starting five mm-hmm. are. I think that Rusty Feth, Nick DeJong, mm-hmm. DeYoung. Mm-hmm is like the kind of the, the most flimsy, quote-unquote flimsy yeah. spot. DeYoung was listed as the starter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I, I've heard kind of that Feth, whether he actually like physically starts the very first snap, mm-hmm. he's definitely going to be mixing in yeah. with that at that position pretty frequently. And so um, that'll be kind of a wait and see for sure until the game tomorrow. But 
I think the big thing, you know, Cade, obviously Cade, a lot of fanfare, I think justifiably so. You know, he's the, at least on paper, and then just off of, like, pedigree and what he's accomplished, you know, probably the, there's reason to be optimistic that he's, you know, the best, potentially the best quarterback that, especially for what Iowa wants to do, that they've had in a long time, you know, maybe almost pushing a decade at this point. Mm -hmm. Thinking back, dating back to Bethard, I would say, is kind of the, and, and like, I don't want to over, like, overlook Nate Stanley, but I think that, like, Cade, what Cade brings to the table is more in line with what Iowa's offense tends to, like, gravitate towards than what Nate Stanley's specific skill set was. Yeah. Um, so, we'll see. I mean, like, I, 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 I do not want to besmirch our, the great Nate's no. name. No. But I think there's, there's definitely, and there is a lot of hype around Cade's start. So, I think... Given his injury, I don't know if they're necessarily going to have, you know, I think Cade is probably going to want to show out a little bit. He just yes. seems like the type, mm-hmm. I've, and what I've heard, and even just like hearing the way he talks and, and has conducted himself over the course of his career, I think he definitely wants to go out and, and show out and you know, yes. get the fans even more excited. I don't know how much they'll open the playbook, you mm-hmm. know, for him, just given, oh, they don't want to like put him in risk to aggravate his injury any more than it needs to you know needs to be going into the rest of the season um so we'll see he it may end up being like a little bit more muted understated you know in terms of offensive just how flashy quote unquote you know it's crazy i don't know if i'd ever considered iowa offense flashy but Mm -hmm. for i like you know throwing completing passes like 15 plus yards downfield is flashy to me yes and so (laughs) yeah that's exciting yeah and so like we'll see if that happens um but i think yeah i think they'll they'll give him some good running who knows you know it depends on how the game goes my guess is he comes out things are going well get two three four touchdown lead Mm -hmm. save him for put him on ice for next week and i have no problem with that Uh like I just want him to get enough, and I want the team to get enough of just kind of active live reps practicing in a real game against not their teammates, mm-hmm. um, just to get some confidence and continuity going into next week when they're going to be playing a much better defense. Yeah. Um, obviously, in my opinion, the best defense that they are probably definitely one of the two best, possibly the best defense that they'll play all year is when they're playing in practice every day. Truth. But Dang, that's deep. Um, but still it's, it doesn't make it like, you can't fully replicate what a game environment yes, uh-huh. is like in practice, no matter how hard you go in practice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I value, like, that's why yeah. I think the benefit of Cade getting some reps in the game tomorrow, both for him and for the team is more worthwhile than whatever progress they would get from him sitting out, mm-hmm. you know, a lot or almost immediately in that game. So that's just kind of where I've landed on it. Mm-hmm. Still no guarantee that he's going to go, but it sounds right. like they're pretty much full steam ahead on him, at least playing right away. And I assume if if he's going to play, you know, he'll probably play at least most of, if not all, the first half. Yeah. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But that's obviously that's like a thing that a lot of people have their attention on. I don't think what we see from Cade specifically is going to be, like, something that we need to draw a ton of attention from. Obviously, if he comes in, is awesome, like, mm-hmm. sick, Great. and we can get yeah. super excited about that. Exactly. And we'll talk about it on our pods afterwards, and everyone will be super excited. If he comes out and doesn't, like, light the world on fire, I'm not going to be like, oh, great. That's it. Uh, like, yeah. we're running back the same exact mm-hmm. offense as last year. Right. Um, 
I think there's yeah there's I think the the thing that I'm way more interested in is watching our offensive line because mm-hmm. our offensive line should be able to push this team around right if they are even a little bit better than last year mm-hmm. they should be able to push this team around Iowa should be able to run the ball as much as they want to yeah um and, you know and be successful in this game just running the ball even if they don't want to throw the ball that much they should be able to move the ball mm-hmm. and so if we can't move the ball on the ground right. Then uh, that's when I start hitting the brakes on the twelve and zero mm-hmm. prediction mm-hmm. because they should be able to dominate running the ball um, against a team like this. And if they are not, if they're struggling like they did last year against South Dakota State in the opening game, after having all this, all this off season to prep, a whole year, literally yes. a year of this this offensive line getting more experience. Mm-hmm. If it's like if they're not better now, or like markedly better in this game than most pretty much anything we saw last year, then I'm that's when I get concerned yes. because that rate like the offensive line is like the floor and ceiling setter ultimately of like an Iowa mm-hmm. offense. Mm-hmm. It's just like can we run the ball? I'd say they they, they set the floor of yeah. the offense in most offenses. That's the case too, um, and the the floor has clearly been beneath whatever basement you thought was possible for the last <laughs> couple of years. Um, but I think that, like we've talked about, I'm pretty high on the talent of the line. I am skeptical of the actual on-field play of the line, right. but I'm willing to be swayed. And yes. so, like, if Iowa comes out and they're just, like, you know, six, seven yards of carry, mm-hmm. you know, just marching right down the field, running the ball, and Cade doesn't even have to throw that much. Yeah. And Cade's got time to throw mm-hmm. whenever he drops back. It's not going to mean, okay, like, we're beating Georgia by 40 this year. Right. Um, but it might. But it means progress. Because literally yes. last year against the worst teams we played, yes. we still didn't have that. No. And so, like, if they're able to just go out and get some get some momentum going – we're already talking like if we could have done that last year, we would have won like nine, ten games. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and, and would have gone to the Big Ten championship. Yep. And so, like, literally, almost did anyway it's for some reason. Unbelievable. Um, yep. So yeah, I would say for me personally, and what I would say for for the educated Iowa fans, watch the offensive line. Do they yes. look like they? Are, do they look like they are physically way better than Utah mm-hmm. State's defensive line? Yes, they should be. They and so like if that's like the baseline for okay, we have the building blocks to suggest that we might be a competent offense yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. This is not if we are ripping off like forty yard runs left and right against this team. That doesn't mean all right. Watch out, we're top three offense in the country this right. year. Right, uh-huh. but it means we're not bottom three exactly and that would be progress <laughs> yes and so yeah that's that's what i would say that's one huge thing i'm looking for i don't know Taylor, yeah. as like a, as like a fan going into this game what are you most excited just to kind of like learn more about i think like you were saying with a line um our line was just rough last year not not fun to watch like very clearly made a bad situation worse yeah. by not giving Spencer time in the pocket by just not helping the run game at all. Yeah. Like things that we sorely needed. Yeah. Um, and you know, could we have been a little bit better even than, even with 
the same players on offense last year if the O-line was better. Yes. Yep. Like, we would not have looked how we did had yes. the line been better. Yes. We wouldn't have looked great or good, but we wouldn't have looked better. awful, you yeah. know. Um, I'm excited to see that. I'm obviously excited to see Cade. Um, I don't know how much we'll really get to see him show out how I want to. Mm. Uh, it's still Iowa. Yeah, that that's we, like where yeah. you know, like I you have to you have to go into it with the knowledge that like I'm not gonna get like five deep downfield passes, yeah. you know, every half, which I would love. It, it's still Iowa, you know. Yeah, you're telling me that Kirk Ferentz has some circumstance related to the game that's going to encourage him to be a little bit more conservative in a game. Right. Oh boy. Like, yeah. I wonder what that means. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it might be portal Kirk, but it's still Kirk, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously those things I'm excited to see. I'm curious. So this isn't a great game to really showcase that, but I am curious to see our defense this year and see, you know, are we at the level we were last year? Did those key players that we lost really make that big of a difference? Yep. Um, what are what are we going to see on the defensive side of the ball, too? Because, um, you know, that that's really our strong suit. I don't think that we'll ever have a bad defensive team. Like, that's just not Iowa. That's just not how we play. Yeah. Um, Phil Parker, a legend, a GOAT, put him in the Hall of Fame. True, um, true. Awesome. Yep. Um, but seeing the talent differential or seeing us in, in a similar position, would, mm. which would be awesome. So yeah. um, I'm curious also to see, do we change anything up on the play calling end? My gut says no, because I've watched a lot of Iowa football. However, the fan base and, like, obviously the whole country is kind of, keyed into man this looks bad and it's not made better by we 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 claim it's brian's fault there's more at play than just brian i mean again kirk is still the head honcho he's still running these things so like will we get any change up just to appease the fan base it's iowa so i say no but would it be fun yeah yeah we'll say i guess yeah Brian's offense looks a lot like Greg Davis's offense, looks a lot like Ken O'Keefe's offense. Yes, exactly. And so I think that that... Yeah. I think we will see, uh, like, two more downfield, like, we're going all out down the field trying to make a long-distance play. I think... I I mean, I think you'll see probably at least a couple. At least a couple. I mean, think last... Like, so think back to last year. I think the the most comparable kind of opponent we faced last year to just like style of play kind of level of talent also they're from the, the mountain west too as as is utah state is nevada the mm-hmm. nevada game mm-hmm. i was taking quite a they were taking quite a few shots mm-hmm. downfield mm-hmm. during that game that's obviously like they didn't that yeah. was a weird game because that lightning delay lasted yes, forever it was game. the longest so, game ever who knows what that game would have ended up looking like if it was not delayed at any point mm-hmm. but I would say, yeah, from a play callings perspective, you're not going to see like you're not. I was not going to run the air raid all of a sudden. No, like, uh-uh. I think what you're going to see is you're going to see the plays probably work better. Yes. Now, which is what Kirk, like Kirk and Brian, the coaching staff, everyone who's a part of like coaching that offense would say. Yeah, I mean, like we like 
we were not set up to do well last year. Mm-hmm. No plays were going to work last right. year, which they're not to wrong. be fair, That's they weren't not wrong. A lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it was That's nothing. Worked. Very true. Nothing worked. Um, and no, so, can't run, can't pass. Can't run, can't pass. Well, uh, yeah, you can't pass. Your line can't pass block, and so yep. the, the defense can just like tee off on the run game, and yep. your line can't run block either. No, nope. and your quarterback can't move. No, nope. and so. <laughs> And your receivers are all hurt. Your receivers can't catch, or yeah. they bet against your team. Exactly. Um, it's, yeah. It's not – it wasn't good. And, I, and they're already running a not, I would say, still, even a, even in an ideal situation. Yeah. They're still not running a super offense-friendly offense generally. Right. Um, even, like, thinking back to, like, teams where they had, you know, like, NFL, like, legit NFL-type talent on right. at multiple spots, like – Thinking back to the team that like housed USC in the Holiday Bowl in 2019, mm-hmm. you know they had NFL receiver talent guys, mm-hmm. they had NFL tight ends, NFL offensive linemen, you know an NFL you know fringe running back in Tyler Goodson, you know a guy who got drafted in the NFL, Nate Stanley. Mm-hmm. That's like a lot of NFL, yeah. yes, you know not impact NFL guys necessarily, but like NFL guys, and mm-hmm. it was still like a below average offense yes. and so like that's it's just we're, we're grading on a curve here. yeah um they don't need to be a top 20 offense to to accomplish what i think is a reasonable ceiling for iowa mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a national championship uh um, exactly but uh yeah so i think i don't think you're not going to be seeing iowa all of a sudden like all right here comes like 10 read options and then like a triple reverse jet sweep right wide receiver touchdown pass yes to Cade or something like that like yeah i would say probably don't run that this yeah weekend. i would say i would also um, agree but like, i don't think it'll look probably pretty similar to yes. the last literally 20 years of iowa yeah. offense but it'll work but it will i i'm pretty yeah. confident it'll work better uh-huh. um the yeah, I think the big thing is just like okay, does the offensive line assert its really assert its dominance? Mm. Like I'm confident that Eric All and Luke Lachey will be able to they're get open. Be great. Against yeah, these they're guys. gonna get like open. If, they, if, they, if Cade wants to feed the tight ends, then as he should. That's totally like it's gonna work. Yes. Like I'm confident it'll work against Utah State. Yep. No matter how bad everything else goes, mm-hmm. um, you know they they take you know like they're gonna be able to get accomplish those things more easily against Utah State than almost every other team that they'll play this mm-hmm. year. And Except so, maybe Minnesota, who is awful this year. Apparently. Well, their defense wasn't that bad. That's true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it, yeah, that's just the big thing is, like, if the offensive line just goes out and, like, Caleb Johnson is just ripping off, like, 10, 15-yard runs, like, yep. with regularity, it's just like, all right, I am optimistic mm-hmm. that we can reach – competent levels of offensive play this year right which is literally all i'm asking that's for. all we need that's all i'm asking competence for. yeah and so especially after the last couple of years yes can we just oh not be goodness. worse than last year um if we are y'all i don't know what i'll do we will be talking about uh sec football during the yeah. pods for the rest of the year insert um OJ's tweet at the start of COVID. Oh, if, yeah. if golf courses shut down, I'm going to go crazy. 
and that'll be me. It's like if Iowa is worse than last year, I'm gonna go crazy. Dang the uh, check the Taylor compares herself to OJ Simpson off the bingo card. I, I'll literally. It's gonna. It's not gonna be pretty. It's gonna be if I did it how I do it, <laughs> and that's, that's it. Yep. Yeah. How <laughs> how I do it if I did it there anyway. Um, but it is me crying in the bathtub. Yeah. watching Iowa highlights because there aren't any yeah. and yeah and Taylor can speak from experience of uh, composing viral tweets oh I'm Twitter famous now follow me on Twitter to, similar to what OJ follow the did. podcast on Twitter yeah. we have a Twitter page now um, it's very exciting X. that's not what went oh sorry X it's Twitter that's not the X that went viral but no my ex was about BS High, which if you haven't watched yet, you should watch it. It's insane. And HBO show about Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, easily HBO's best documentary. They put out some <laughs> some duds, some <laughs> absolute duds on the documentary front for what should be the streaming platform putting out the best of everything. So BS High, literally insane. Had me so shook. Um, that Roy... Roy is scarier to me than anything. I don't I don't think I've been more scared watching a documentary. That man is disgusting. Um just horrible. You guys should watch it. It was really good and also gross, but also great. It was an awesome sports documentary. It was a really really good sports documentary yeah. in a time where uh, some not good sports yeah, documentaries have recently lately. been released. Yeah. This is the the only one that you should watch. Yep. Also, go back in time and watch the Tua documentary because, uh, or not Manti Tua, Manti Teo. Why does it think that's uh, um, not Tua, Manti Teo? Yes, the Manti Teo documentary that was a good one, too. Yeah, if you want to watch the Tua documentary, there's a movie called Concussion, <laughs> um, and that'll yeah. kind of give you the gist of it. Will Smith is Tua, yeah. Um, well, yeah, he thinks, I don't know, he had a concussion. That's, that's not Tua how, thinks he's Will Smith. Oh, that's more like yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, back anyway, to the back to the Iowa the game. They're gonna win. Yeah. Well, they're gonna win. And they're, we they talk about should the offense, win. just like um, we just like touch on the defense. The defense is gonna dominate. Yeah. Like, they oh, should dominate. Yeah, it should so like be. this is where so this is where like the the covering Iowa covering the spread. Mm-hmm. Like people are scared. Like a lot of people. So I was I actually like one of the doctors that I worked with this week <laughs> asked me asked me um, what I thought about Iowa's chances to cover 24 points. Um, and I'm pretty, I personally said like I was pretty confident that they would. Yeah. Because I'm pretty confident that their defense is not going to give up more than 10 points. No. Like I'm almost 100% sure that they're probably not going to give up more than 10 points. And so yeah. it's like at that point, it's if they give up less than that, obviously, which I think is also pretty likely. Mm-hmm. But... You know, if they give up 10, then they have to score 34. Right. Which I think personally, given my optimism for the team, I think even if Cade doesn't play that long or play mm-hmm. that well, they mm-hmm. will still be able to dominate defensively, dominate in special teams, and run the ball enough. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Yeah. Run the ball enough and get enough. And, and probably even get, like, explosive defensive plays, whether mm-hmm. it's turnovers or touchdowns mm-hmm. defensively, 
whatever I'm forecasting is. at least 14 defensive points. Yeah, yeah. But well, we'll see. But maybe like I mean, I wouldn't be mad. No, I'm the same. <laughs> um, hopefully, it's 14 defensive points and like 30 offensive. Yeah, points. it's just seven safeties. Like I, I would sign up. That'd be sick. That would be so be nasty. Wild. Oh, I yeah. love it. <laughs> um, but need it. Uh. It's just yeah. Do you think Iowa's offense is going to score? I think, and I think, I think a lot of people who don't pay a lot of attention to Iowa think, okay, no, they're running back the exact yeah. same thing that they did last year. Which I, if you listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. we are very confident. And any other podcast that's yes. that's fairly in tune with Iowa, or if you check the, the X, check check the X. Um, we are pretty confident that you are not going to see the same Iowa offense that you've seen the last two years. Um, we're going to see a much better version. Who knows how much better, but we think you're going to see a much better version. Yes. And so I think combined with our defensive and special teams uh, elite oh, capabilities, yeah. um, I think that they can end up getting to uh, mid-30s at least. I mean, I could definitely see Iowa like 40, 50. If, if things go crazy, like, um, like Taylor would if Iowa's offense was the same as last year. I like, would go she would go crazy crazy yeah but i think that i i, don't, I think they're gonna be able to establish i think they'll be able to run the ball well enough their defense is gonna play strong enough they're gonna get a couple you know they'll get a couple my guess is at least a couple you know Cade maybe deep shot or long passing play just a mm-hmm. couple mm-hmm. just a, maybe who maybe 10 i, I was just gonna say 10 okay it's gonna be 10 maybe 10 but Great I think, minds yeah. think alike. Yeah, I think that, I think that they'll they'll roll pretty solidly. I I hope that the the coaching staff sees an opportunity for us to get a lot of offensive guys, maybe yes. a little bit more confidence. Yeah. I this this is maybe being a little optimistic here because that's not really how Kirk's ever played. Yeah. We're gonna have not, five I would say never scored. Five different people score touchdowns. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Hear me out. But yeah. Anyway, we can we can touch on the defense. Obviously, the the big thing is we know our defense is going to be good. So the yes. offense is what draws most of the attention because uh, it's it's more of a mystery because we're we're confident the defense is going to be yeah very good. Um, some notes from a little birdie that's mm-hmm. been watching film lately. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, about the defense. Uh, this is this has been said on the pod before. The defensive line gonna be filthy this year. Mm. They're down Noah Shannon, uh-huh. which I think a lot of people, which is a is a significant loss. He's a good player, um, but I think the depth that they have at that position is pretty stellar. Yeah, to be completely honest, more good hype from YA that mm. I've been hearing from multiple sources this week. Who's stepping up to st- in in Shannon's place in the starting lineup? Um, very good things about the defensive line and then the defensive backfield been hearing just some murmurs little, little tweet tweet little tweet whispers. little whisper in the ear that the the whole defensive backfield looks juicy very good yeah there's obviously of Dejean mm-hmm. um you have x who mm-hmm. has been really really flashing apparently yeah in camp i'm excited. really really flashing which oh. none of us are surprised those who know ball not surprised I got goosebumps. quinn schulte mm-hmm. um is really solid really good player i think he's 
kind of one of those guys that just kind of flies under the radar and might end up on an All-Big Ten team still. And then another person that I've been hearing a lot of good, also a lot of good buzz about is our boy Sebastian Castro. Yes. Which... Jake has always been high on Sebastian We know Ball. Castro. Those of us who know Ball are yes. like, nah, he's... He's good. Yeah. He's going to be good. He is not going to be a weakness on this defense. No. Um, but then, just obviously to touch on another thing, because um, Sebastian Castro plays the cash. So when they Sebastian have more cash draw, um, when they have five defensive backs on the field, Castro's on the field. When they decide to have only four and have three linebackers alongside Nick Jackson, my man, mm-hmm. and Jay Higgins, almost my man. <laughs> Um, they are bringing in, it looks like the, the, the entrenched third, and this has been the case for a while, the third linebacker is Kyler Fisher. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's a guy who used to play def- he was He initially came in as a defensive back recruit. They kind of saw him as a defensive back. They ended up bumping him down to linebacker after he got here. He's known well, those you might, he might his name might sound familiar to Iowa fans, because he had a, um, when Iowa beat Nebraska in 2021 to clinch going to the Big Ten championship game, uh, he scored a touchdown on a blocked punt mm-hmm. that was very integral to Iowa winning that game. Yeah, and so he's mainly played. He's pretty much only played special teams at this point. But little little whispers, little whispers that he's a beast. Uh-huh. He's a stud. He's fast. He's a fast linebacker. Yeah, um, and so. Which would be great if he could really like level up this year. I, I'm very confident that Iowa has two stud linebackers in my man Nick and mm-hmm. then Jay Higgins. I think they're both going to be very good. But having more confidence in that third linebacker position, it's just chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. A little, so, a little dollop on top. Yeah. I, Iowa's defense is going to be very good again. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to say for sure that they're going to be as good as last year's defense. Right. But... They have the talent to replicate a lot of what last year's yes. defense was. And if our offense literally, like we said, can we move the ball again to Utah State? Yes. That's all I need. Yeah, <laughs> I need it. That's all I need. Um, so, yeah. And then special teams, obviously. Goated. Tory Taylor. We won't have to punt, but when we do, it'll be so good. I was thinking about this earlier today. I'm kind of um, sad. I, well, I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, is Iowa's offense getting better? Like, is that going to be better or worse for Tory Taylor's NFL prospects? Because mm-hmm. you wonder if NFL teams would like be looking at him if we had another year like last year and be like, he might have too much wear, wear and oh. tear on his. <laughs> it's kind of like a running back. Like that's yeah, a common exactly. thing to say about running backs. Yes. It's just like now they he they ran him into the ground in in that in that on that team he had like well, he, he has experience yeah, exactly. that's for sure he has experience but it's like man i don't know how many more kicks that guy can yeah. do he's punting how many all he's the got time. in him no so and he's like a, he's older too isn't he well, yeah i mean he's a little bit older than your yeah. standard but your standard uh he was older when he entered college than, mm-hmm. than most but i know that's like that's the drawback is like if iowa gets better at offense we won't get to see tory taylor know, out there as much which is sad but he's the goat it'll make it that much more special exactly. when we watch him continuously pin people inside the five yeah it's oh. true mm. chef's kiss chef's kiss yeah so no i think i think we're excited do you have a score prediction Ooh, do i have a score give me, prediction? Give me, a, give me a score prediction for the iowa utah state game okay 
44 yep. to 6. 44 to 6, wow. Seven touchdowns and one safety. Very, very close to what I was going to say. Really? I was going to say 45 to 6. No. How about that? Wow. Yep. Okay. Guys, I know football now. <laughs> it's over. She knows ball. I've been listening to other people's podcasts. Yep. I know everything now. Yeah. No, I think I I think Iowa rolls. I think they Yeah. I think they, they get a little bit of, you know, an appropriate amount of extra work in on offense just to get the oh. team rolling a little bit. Just realized I messed up my math there. It's six touchdowns and then one safety. I said seven, but I meant six. Could be all missed extra points. Bold. I don't think that'll happen. They go for two every time and don't get it. I really don't think that'll happen. Yeah. But <laughs> Anyway, just away. Just, just away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just away. Um, uh, mean, means to an end. Yep, exactly. Um, but no, I think we're pretty confident Iowa's going to win. And then, other than that, this this week doesn't really have too many great games outside of Iowa City. Um, and so Sunday, LSU FSU. That's a that's a banger. Yeah. Um, that's a game. I don't. Do you have an impression as somebody who's listening to more? college football podcast taylor do you have any impressions on who you think is going to win i think lsu is going to win but there are a lot of people pretty high on fsu this year um i think that they have a little to go to prove themselves to me still yeah um i i think that lsu probably has quite a bit more raw talent they do i would say fsu and um i don't know that fsu has had like so such incredible coaching and like they added a lot of people in the transfer portal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard to make that mesh on your first game, and I think the yeah. LSU is going to – I think they're going to win. Yeah. Um, also – sorry, you talk about that Yeah, first. I'm not worried about their talent meshing in the first game really at all. Mm-hmm. Personally, I just – I don't think it's gonna, that's going to be a struggle for them. I just don't think that they're actually even that good. Ooh, so I savage. I, I don't know if LSU's – as good as some people think that they are, but I think that they're better than Florida State. So yeah. I, I'm I'm leaning LSU in yeah. this game. I think that I think that the the weaknesses of both teams is like is set up for the other team to take advantage of. I would say like that's like the there where the teams are weak, the mm-hmm. other teams are the the counterpart on the other team is strong, and mm-hmm. so like I think um, you'll see. I think the offenses will look better than the defenses personally in this yeah. game um but i think lsu has a better team mm-hmm. and i think brian kelly's a good coach not that i don't I, I don't think florida state has a bad coach by any means i think mike Norvell's a good he's done a really good job there i just think that they are kind of fraudulent florida state was just kind of fraudulent yeah. last year in terms of like they ended on a win streak but they didn't beat literally any good teams they went zero and three against ranked teams last mm-hmm. year and they added some good players in the in the portal for sure, but they are, I don't know. I'm I'm skeptical. Yeah. So. I lean LSU. Mm-hmm. So. We didn't talk about the greatest week one matchup of all time yet. That's true. You can we can go go off. Colorado's playing TCU. It's not the greatest matchup of the weekend, let alone uh, greatest week one matchup in any amount of history. Yeah. Um, Deion Sanders. Listen, I think he's a great guy, a great coach. I'm tired of hearing his name. I'm over it. Everyone's talking about Dion like he's 
the second coming of Nick Saban. And he's not, I don't think. And I don't think Colorado's going to be that good. And they showed a picture of Dion wearing a cowboy hat, and it was so corny. Um, always, mid, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Well, he looks corny. He corny. Corny. Mm-hmm. What, were they, what were they calling him last night? Prime. Coach Prime, yes. I hate it. Taylor's hot take of the week. Deion Sanders is not Nick Saban. Can you imagine if, like, Matt Rule came out and they were calling him Coach Prime? I, no, like, I can't. Nobody would ever do that. Deion Sanders has a little bit of uh, Yeah, history. I mean, like, yeah, for real, but I if don't If Matt know. Rule was the best, like, the best shutdown corner in the history of the NFL, maybe. That's fair, that's fair. Um, I don't know. Maybe if Dion comes out and absolutely fields the greatest Colorado team anyone's ever seen, they're not really, like, that great of a team. He won't. They're and not. he's not going to. Colorado's had good teams before. Yeah. Um, they're not that good. Anyway. They're going to lose. They're going to possibly ooh. get beat pretty badly. Yeah. So, whatever. That's a game, and it's going to happen. It'll be entertaining to watch. Yeah. To see exactly how fast the the Dion Sanders hype train will slow Crashes. down derails so. yeah anyway yeah we'll speak mean, yeah i mean like similar to this pod earlier off the rails does colorado season go off the rails tomorrow true yeah in a different way uh, yeah yeah because because we were able to land we, we, were able we to landed re- the train re- as the re- saying goes re-rail re- <laughs> we landed the train yep exactly we do live in the Golden Spike, the gateway to the West, Council Bluffs, Iowa. Oh, that's true. Look shout it up. Out, shout out trains. Shout out tonight. Union Pacific. Yeah. All right. I think that's all we've got for tonight. Tomorrow at 11 a.m., mm-hmm. your 2024 national Central. champion, Central, your 2024 national champion Iowa Hawkeye football team kicks off and. They're going to win either 44 or 45 to 6. Yes. I think that's what we've learned tonight. Mm -hmm. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. All right. Thanks for listening and hoof a good good weekend. And.